Good afternoon and welcome to Layton's Loft. I'm smiling because first off, it's funny to see J5 be stressing about um, the, I guess, the page launching or something to that effect. <laughs> Meanwhile, the guy's working on like regularly five-figure deals. Yep. Oh, oh, there we go. We're good to go. Okay. Uh, he's just all so over the map, that guy. Yeah, no, he really is. Plus, he's, you know, like taking care of his son at night so his lovely wife can sleep. And, you know, like you wonder once sometimes why he like forgets to, you know, zip up after he goes <laughs> to the bathroom. Well, you know what I mean? So, you know, like, listen, we all have our things that happen. We've all been young fathers. We know exactly what that's like. Um, how great is it? So um, shout out to my brother, Merrick. Yeah, he thought that I moved in. He knows I moved into a new place. Hmm. He's like, I really like your place. You know, where you're, where you're broadcasting from. <laughs> <laughs> Well, would you um, rather have your place or would you rather have this place that you're in? Well, the thing is, I know my place is real. So, like, yeah. for me, that <laughs> feels true. pretty good. Yeah. This is like, yeah, I guess if I wanted to exist in virtual reality, yeah, my okay. son will be here in a little bit. Um, you know, he would maybe like to exist here. Yeah. Um, whoop. Uh, what up, Todd? What's going on, Nick, Tyler, the rest of the gang? Thanks for joining us today on Layton's Loft. Uh, day before Todd, don't bring it up, Todd. Don't bring it up. We don't. We're trying to stay happy here now. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, yeah, no, we don't want to talk about football today. I, I'm aware of what happened. If you guys aren't sure, yeah. Uh, but there's a reason why we're tabling until next week. Okay. Um, <laughs> I already chastised J Five for his Cowboys pissing off the Vikings before we get to play him. <laughs> um, you know, one football comment only because now it's been brought up. I really am proud of myself because it was halftime of the game. And you have to understand at this point, I'm like really concerned about going to jail by the end of the game. <laughs> um, either like disturbing the peace. Yep. By accident, hurting a neighbor, you know, physically, mentally, emotionally, you know, I don't know. Um, and so I'm like, Jesus Christ. If they wanted to call me, of course I would go in. Yep. But I realized like they're not going to call me. You know, I'm not even on field, et cetera. So, so once I get that delusion out of my head, I'm like, oh, I would at the very least give Mike White a shot coming out in the third quarter. And you know, I didn't, I never like share it with anyone. I'm just, I've been a Jet fan long enough to yeah. know we weren't going anywhere. Not only that, we weren't winning the game. I was like, I was very confident we were not winning the game. You know, I don't really bet. Um, but I was I was fairly confident. I mean, listen, the history says we're not going to win the game. I don't know how you could be because I got to be honest with you, none of us enjoyed it either. So we'll take the win, gross. but we didn't enjoy it either. No, 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 the whole thing the whole thing was gross. Yep. Um. So, uh, you know, that being said, uh, I would have made the change at halftime. So I was excited to see today they made a change. Yeah. And at the very least, I don't even care if he's the answer. It's just like you know, you need to humble your starting quarterback, and you need to get him. I don't know what it is working harder. And here's the thing I'm okay with if he's not the guy. Yep. But in order to become the person, anyone in life, right? Like a great Grant Cardone, a great real estate investor, uh, Derek Jeter, like no one starts off at the top. Right. So hopefully this will, um, you know, humble him. What's up, Bill? Thanks for joining us today. Tell me if you agree with me. I think he benched himself post game. His play didn't did. bench him, he so benched here's himself post game. I would have, that's interesting. Yeah. I would have benched him at halftime. Yep. Because of play, not because of actions or activity. Yep. He benched himself mainly, I'll call it 80 20, 
the benching mainly took place 80% of it after the game. Yep. Definitely had something to do with his performance because he's been sucking it up. Yep. Um, that being said, we got plenty of better things to talk about today before my son <laughs> yep. gets here because uh, my son will be early uh, today because he's getting off uh, school for a half day. Excellent. Um, so thank you to each and every one of you who've uh, been with us, not just in recent weeks, but over uh, recent times. Uh, we've all gone through uh, something in our lives, but hopefully we can take a breath tomorrow and um, enjoy the sweetness of the food, the company, the wine, um, the air, uh, yep. whatever the case may be. But today we're going to enjoy a great giveaway, uh, courtesy of uh, the sponsor of our, excuse me, the sponsors of um, Layton's Loft, uh, sponsors being Vintage Breaks and Just Collect and our friends at Otia Sports. So today, Lou, everyone who comments on the show is going to get a guaranteed $10 break credit Wow! as a little thank you. Uh, from Vintage Breaks to them. All they have to do is say hi. They do have to say something. Um, and beyond that, one of the lucky ducks watching the show who say hi is going to win a $100 break credit. Holy cow. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Yes. Happy Thanksgiving uh, to each and every one of you uh, from all of us here. Um, and of course, some of us who are not here, meaning remote, uh, you know, as yeah. well. Tom, I feel the so, same. Thank you so J5 much. J5 wants to know the prize. So everyone's going to get $10 break credit that says hi. And one of the people in the random, the top person, will get a $100 break credit. So everyone <laughs> wins. Yep. Oh, my pleasure, Tom, or our pleasure. Yep. Speaking of gobble gobble, if you're ever in Milburn, my buddy said to me the other day, he got our check. He goes, Late, how close are you to the Milburn Deli? Uh oh, I'm like, I could see it right down the street. <laughs> so he goes, I ordered Gold Belly. And Gold Belly is that place where you can order from like famous little places and towns. Oh, okay. And if yep. They deliver, you know, but all, all across the United States. So he's like, I get stuff from there delivered. I'm like, I eat it fresh. <laughs> <laughs> rubbing it in yeah it was great so i might have a gobbler for lunch that's why i'm saying gobble gobble they have a sandwich called the gobbler which obnoxiously when they when they get it ordered they sound like a horn the whole story it's like embarrassing i've actually not ordered as much because i don't like to have it be noticed <laughs> you don't but want it great to be sandwich. public right yeah no but it's like i mean if you're i don't know about you but i'm ready for thanksgiving already like the stuffing yep. you know everything the turkey so this sandwich is basically turkey, stuffing, cranberry, like au jus, maybe oh. something else I don't remember, on nice. like rye with a pickle on the side. It's great. Dennis, that's so kind. Thank you so much. Um, appreciate uh, you tuning in, Dennis. Uh, what's going on, Nick? Uh, I do like Harold's de Deli, um, but I don't want to run out of time today. So we were able yep. already to buy, believe it or not, two collections this week. And it's only Wednesday. Keeping in mind, we will be closed tomorrow. So we will not be buying any any cards tomorrow, although I have no doubt we'll get some emails to our website. Yep. Um, tomorrow would be an interesting time, Lou, if I can have some perspective as to, like, when they email us, what are they doing exactly? Are they on their third glass of whiskey? Yeah. yeah. Right? Did they eat too much turkey and they're, like, literally drooling? <laughs> right? And, you know, oh, my God, I got to sell my cars. I need more stuffing. I, know. I know what brought that to the top of the pile. I gotta, I gotta send this email to Layton. <laughs> I'm not really sure, but um, let me show you the uh, first collection briefly. Which, by the way, um, uh, Lou, as I think you know, but some of the gang may not. If you want to follow me on Instagram, 
we've been releasing in some cases like a reel, a short video yep. post about some of the fresh collections we'll buy right on my Instagram account, Layton underscore Sheldon, or our new Instagram account for the store, just collect, but it's just underscore collect. So without further ado, I'm going to put this box, which you can see clearly from the camera. I'm going to put that right here in front. Yeah, I saw the reel on this one. Oh, you did? Okay. Yes. Kind of cool, right? Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. So did that work? Oh, that worked. Wow. It's so it's it's uh it's oversized here, but we're good. So um his his actually this gentleman was representing his father. When I say representing, you should you should see the gentleman. He was as laid back as they come. You know, he's wearing like a fisherman's cap. He's worn for the last 37 years. Yeah. Um, he's got comic books and he's got a story to tell about everything. Oh, great. Um, which, which was very enjoyable. Yeah. Um, so uh, he tells me that his dad has a collection stored in here uh, for the last several decades. And actually a couple of the cards are from his grandfather, you know, his dad's dad. Yep. Uh, so without further ado, if you've seen the reel um, on Instagram, uh, we appreciate you watching it. If you haven't, check it out on my Instagram account, Layton underscore uh, Sheldon. Um, as you can see, these are uh, put in here just for organizational purposes, but there was dozens of 33 Gaudis. There's about 50 or 60 uh, T206s. Oh, nice. they're one on the back. Uh, with se uh, three or four or five American Beauties, one Hindu. These are a bunch of early candy and caramel cards from the early 1900s. Um, always love early boxing cards. Uh, so there's a bunch of T218s with some American caramels. And then um, before I show off, you know, this this is the stuff I sleeved when we chatted. Um, right okay, here, Brandon, Lou. We were all thinking that. <laughs> it's funny. It came with magazines, but not the ones you think. Yeah. Uh, I always love how you end up with the container. I always love that because it's it, it's so telling. We of tried. Well, we, we asked, yeah. you know, because here's the thing. What I've done is, Lou, I've made the mistake in the past where I just assume they won't care. Yep. And now I treat it very, I wouldn't say seriously, but I'm like, you know, just so you know, my offer is for everything, including the box. Right. And a lot of times they're like, yeah, you know, of course uh, you can have the old box. If you're giving me thousands of dollars. Sure. <laughs> like that's rational. That's that makes sense. Yeah. When it doesn't make sense is like, no, no, that's Mimi's box. I'm like, yeah. who's Mimi? Mimi, does she have a claim to the cards? No, no, but it's Mimi's box. Yeah. Oh, like, where does Mimi live? Can I call her? Those cards have been in there since the 1930s. Yeah, <laughs> little, Mimi left us 28 years ago. <laughs> so the reality of it is, yeah. I'm like, is Mimi in the box underneath? And I know that's kind of <laughs> crass, but I'm like just trying to understand. This is this is literally like a nondescript wooden box. Yeah. Um, and by the way, for those you know playing along at home, Mimi doesn't exist. Yeah, this is just, you know, because I, I want to keep things light here. Um, yeah. yeah, exactly. But but nonetheless, we are happy to get it. Um, and it is cool because there's hundreds and we didn't do anything with these. yet. You can see exactly how we receive them. There's hundreds of non-sport cards. Uh, really, they run the gamut. Fish, birds, uh, automobiles. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's kind of it's kind of wild. Um, but what I'd like to do is I'd like to show off. Uh, let me see here. How I'm going to. Oh, that's the that's the real. That's the steak and the gravy. So let me just divide up the collection here, Lou. Mm -hmm. um, so realize, once again, folks, we sleeve these as we went. Um, and I was considering this, but like, I, you know, I don't know if you have to like get people to sign a waiver. Lou, I very much would like to film the whole transaction, like the whole kit and caboodle. Yeah. 
Because the original raw footage, I feel like it's worth something. I think so too. Entertainment-wise, I don't mean you're gonna like sell it to anyone. No, I know, but you know how we've always attached the story to the collection, and it means so much. It, it enhances the collection so much to know the backstory to a certain extent. That would only add to that. Oh, you know what? I might have a picture. We we were we're getting a little bit better about documenting. So hold on a second. I'm gonna see. I think we took a picture. Um, although it may have been with J5's phone because he likes to. You know, I don't know if you noticed. J5 <laughs> likes to be in control of everything. So, um, you know, we may have, I bet you we took the picture with his phone. Get to stop picking on J5. He's, he's got a lot going on. I know. I, th I think, son of a gun, it's with his phone. I got pictures of like my son's lunch, which is awesome. <laughs> um, but I don't have, yeah, he has the pictures, of course. But it'll be cool. It'll be part of the story. Yeah. Um, so anyway, uh, I was thinking that the original footage would be great from these transactions uh, just so that you don't have to hear from me about grandpa or great grandpa or the, the magazines that used to be stored in it. Without right. further ado, um, like I said, there's about 60 T206s, several American beauty backs, one Hindu. Um, these are the highlights as far as Hall of Famers. No rare backs as far as Hall of Famers. Mm -hmm. But to kick it off, um, well, uh, who doesn't love the T206 green cob? Yep. Only issue is it's got, you know, We'll call it a tack hole. Yep. And that was very common. You know, we were talking about it together, uh, the gentleman and I, that, you know, in an era, Lou, where you didn't have posters, these represented kind of like some of the ball players you liked. That's right. Yeah. Pin them up on the uh, wall. Eddie Collins, Clark Griffith Portrait, Joe Kelly, and then a Joe Tinker, which has definitely seen better days. Yeah. All right. Next up, uh, in terms of um, chronological, I guess, is 33 Gowdy. There was oh, 75, 80, 100 cards, um, several Hall of Famers, including, uh, of course, number 144, Babe Ruth. That is my favorite yeah. pose of the Babe. Love that. Yeah, I love that one. So um, really clean uh, back as well, which is nice. Uh, Dizzy Dean, which has uh, increased in value in recent years. Um, I just enjoy the image. It is creased, as you, you can see. Uh, Tris Speaker, mm -hmm. Joe Cronin. So once again, I sleeve these all up when they were sitting raw inside the box, and he's like, he was very protective of the cards and I can appreciate that. Yep. And so I, I explained to him um, that no matter what, I'm not charging you for my time and I'm not charging you for the holders. So you're going to leave us yep. in a better spot, even if you sell nothing. Right. And so he appreciated, you know, I was trying to have some fun, but also being serious. I mean, cause I was being sincere Lou. Um, and I said, and this was great because he, he realized it like at some point later, I would see, that's why I need the footage Lou. Because this is what happened. He goes, wait a minute. You're not really sleeving them up for me. You're sleeving them up because you want to try to protect them because you're likely going to buy them. I said, bingo. Well, yeah. yeah. You know. I mean, listen, well, don't be wrong. I want to protect the cards no matter who owns them. And I joke with him, right? Yeah. But at the end of the day, yes, I think it would be foolish of me to do an evaluation and the cards all of a sudden declined in value because I didn't take care of them as we're going through. Listen, all of that can be true, right? Yeah, of course. No, so you do just, it for uh, him and for to protect. We're, the we're just joshing here. Yeah. Um, all right, so here's the next group: uh, 48 Bowmans, uh, two Musuals, a Barra, mm -hmm. a Feller. I mean, as you can see, no shortage of stars. It probably had to be about 30 or 40 48 Bowmans, but of course, that's the highlight: a yep. pair of Stan Musual rookies. I'm only going uh, fast because I know the gang's waiting to go on, and uh, I ran a little bit uh, behind today because J5 didn't want to tell me. 
Well, the start time is. Oh, I'm sorry. Did I say J5? I meant Madden. picking on J5 again. Yeah. yeah. Uh, all right. So before I show off um, the real keys to the collection, um, this was super cool. As I said, it does come with some old boxing cards, and I've mentioned before I do like old boxing cards. A pair of T218s from um, uh, yesteryear, uh, early 1900s. Yeah. Um, and uh, this is really cool. This is Jack Johnson against um, Al Kaufman, and I believe, yep, it's from the American Carol Company. I, gotta, uh, I wrote down which designation it is uh, on my uh, evaluation. But I just really enjoy these cards, and certainly the American Caramel boxing cards are not easy to find. Yeah, no. First, I've seen real ones. Uh, hand those, ones. Yeah, those are pretty cool. So then, all right, we'll get to the rest of the collection now. Um, last part of it, um, to me, the best part, uh, may not be the most valuable just because of what the Ruth Gowdy's worth, um, but there was a small group of W516s, which are right about 1920, which is right about the time when, and if you look, that's just Grover Cleveland Alexander. I guess it's tough mm -hmm. to get into focus here for some reason. Um, next to her, Ty Cobb. You can see oh. low grade. Yeah. Um, but not easy to find. And the last two, so it is of Babe Ruth, but you can see as part of the Yankees. Yeah. And these are some of the earliest cards of Babe Ruth being a New York Yankee as the W516 set was issued right about 1920. Mm -hmm. um, so for those of you who are sitting in front of the computer and can check out Google, do a little research. These are really cool. Um, not easy to find. Only a handful available on eBay. Most important, folks, if you know anything about strip cards at all, and for those that don't, we're going to teach you just a little bit right now. The reason why they'll grade authentic typically is because they are going to be uh, – they have been meant to cut down from the original strips that they were in, and they were, no one cared back then to cut them very exact. So you can see on these, though, they have um, – you know, some remnants of that initial line yep. surrounding the cards. So, you know, that might might grade more than authentic. We'll see. But at the very least, I think people are going to appreciate it's as close to a whole card as you can get. Therefore, um, you know, even if it grades authentic, as I've talked about before, eye appeal really matters. Yeah. So, so some shows, authentics, you know. It shows the edge wear is minimal, right? Um, well, it's showing that it's a full card versus like cut down and oh, not yeah. being of size. Yep. Um, and that's what those dotted lines, you know, represent because um, a lot of them, you know, were cut kind of uh, irregularly. Um, so these are really cool. Mm -hmm. Excellent. So you check out the full reel. Like I said, on my Instagram account, we do have uh, we'll go over just a couple minutes here. We have another collection we just bought yesterday. So let me put this away. Yeah, this is the first look. Leighton's Loft gets the first look at this one. Yeah, this this other one right here is totally a first look uh, as, um, you know, we just got it yesterday and we've not put it on social at all. Um, so as many of you uh, are fans of exhibits, myself included, it came with a nice stash of exhibits, three mazes, a couple yeah. of Teddy Ball games. Oh, how you doing? A random 59 Bazooka Willie Maze, which is not an easy card to find. Um, Killer Brew, which is actually a pretty tough uh, exhibit. Yeah. Um, but as you can see here, just a nice group of exhibits. Okay, so it's a lot of oh, by the ways in this set. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. before I show off the um, all the cards and holders, this to me was the coolest part of the collection as far as condition because this is a group of 1960 Fleer baseball, which you know is not the the sexiest of sets. Yeah. However, um, these cards are very sharp, so they may not grade high, but you can like check out that melot. See those corners? Yeah. So it looks like these might have come from vending or, you know, packs um, and just been stashed away. Uh, and so what's cool about the 1960 Fleer set 
is it's named 1960 Fleer Baseball All-Time Greats. So oh. the commons are like Joe Medwick, which is a Hall of Famer. Who's right? That? You know, the lesser Who's valuable that? cards are Mickey Cochran, Hall Who's of Famer. Who's the bald guy? Uh, Ed Barrow. He's the former commissioner. Oh, okay. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Joe Tinker. Um, Zach Wheat. So the cards just are really nice as far as the 1960 Fleer. Um, there are several Ruths. Uh, there are several Cobbs. There's one Gehrig. Bobo Newsom might be like the worst card in the set. Yeah. Uh, Wade Hoyt, Hall of Famer, Frank B Home Run Baker, Ralph Kiner, Cy Young. That's always cool. So you can see the shape's really nice. Yep. I'm always yeah, fascinated enjoying... how much of this stuff is out there. Yeah, if you're enjoying the show today, please make sure you like uh, today's show and subscribe to our uh, Facebook page. Mm -hmm. All right. So these are the cards that I put in holders. That's why we're here, Mike. That's why Layton's here. I don't know what I'm doing here, but uh, no, no particular order here, Lou. Yep. Fifty-one Bowman, Nellie Fox, Bob Feller, fifty-five Bowman Maze, which is uh, increased in value in recent years. Uh, once again, I put these cards in uh, card savers just yesterday. Fifty-seven Teddy, it's creased, uh, but still nonetheless. Oh, uh, Two fifty-eight Teddies, uh, nice yeah. mid-grade number one card from the fifty-eight set, so that's kind of cool. Norm Cash rookie. It's got a wrinkle, but I got a great look. Does like fresh. Yep. Um, some of the better cards from the '59 Fleer Ted Williams set were in the group of '59 Fleer Ted Williams cards in reasonable shape. Uh, here are some of the highlights from the '60 Fleer that are in nice shape. Lou Gehrig, as I mentioned, Ty Cobb, couple more off centered. Hmm. Uh, that one's decent. Honus Wagner, two of those. Ted Williams, and then I think two or three Babe Ruths. <laughs> look at that. So this was cool. These are just random commons I pulled out, or random commons are like maybe lesser-known Hall of Famers. But these are some of the better condition cards. I don't know where these cards came from, but some of them were in nice shape. So I'm showing you some of the better condition cards from this little find that we made. And the other part I wanted to mention about this collection, Lou, and I specifically wanted to um, show it off on the air today, not every collection we buy here is north of $10,000. I'd love right. that to be the case. Yeah. We buy a lot of collections that are under a thousand. This one is not under a thousand, but we buy a lot of collections that are between a thousand and twenty five hundred, um, and a thousand and five thousand. So not every collection is going to be, you know, five figures plus. But we grind, man. You know, we buy if it's upper alley and the numbers work. You know, we will buy it because um, we feel like things will come back to us. And speaking of which, uh, let me switch back here a little. Uh, how do I do that? Yeah, like so. Don't be shy about offering up a collection. Yes. So uh, let me, we're going to have a fun surprise here in just a minute. Um, not only don't be shy, but Antonio uh, has already referred us one collection here. He got paid a finder's fee. Uh, he's referring us to second collection right now. There's another collection we're working on, a big one right now, where I, I didn't even realize, but the folks who had referred us is someone who had sold those cards years ago and is a family member or friend. And so we're going to give them a finder's fee. So point is, even if you're not selling and you're not fitting your hoard right now and yeah. you think someone else could benefit maybe to do that and you're looking for someone to match them with, uh, with if you think that we're a good match for them um, or yours truly in particular, please don't be afraid to not only drop them an email, but also point out, send me a separate message. Hey, Leighton, I'm sending over my cousin Billy. Um, you know, I don't know exactly what he's got, but he's got, you know, X, you know, whatever. Check it out. If anything right. works out, you know, would love to hear about it. And, um, you know, it's a nice way to uh, not only, of course, acquire inventory, but also put a few dollars back into the community's hands. 
Um, and speaking of putting things back into the community's hands, I wanted to take uh, one of these exhibit cards today, and I'm probably going to do this because uh, he was all around, um, you know, a great person and great guy. And so we want to have those kinds of feelings and that kind of mojo, uh, you know, going on into the Thanksgiving holiday. So as a special bonus, we're going to do a second random of everyone who participated in today's show. So in other words, everyone who's in today's show, Lou, is going to yep. get a $10 break credit. One of uh, folks is going to win a $100 break credit. However, we're going to do a separate random of those names as someone's going to win a card. It's going to be the first card we're giving away or selling from the new collection. Nice. Uh, a Stan Usual Exhibits. Um, love how he's holding three bats. He's just got I a know. great distinguished look about him. And he seems like he's not only ready to play, but that he's appreciating playing baseball. Yep. Another one of those cuts. That's uh, the vision is iconic. Stan Musial is iconic, like Mickey Mantle and like Ted, and you know, just screams baseball at you. Absolutely. So with that, uh, Lou, um, make sure, folks, if you were watching today, please say hi so that J5 can catch you in as everyone's going to walk away with something today. And someone's going to walk away with this Stan Musial exhibit as well as a $100 break credit to VintageBreaks.com. Thanks for tuning in. And most importantly, I hope each and every one of you have a wonderful Thanksgiving uh, with your families. You're able to relax, uh, enjoy some food, football, friends, and um, maybe a nap. <laughs> Happy Thanksgiving.